You are listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast where we break down concepts in software development in just a few seconds and discuss both technical and non-technical skills that will propel your journey as a developer. Ready, set, go. Here's your host, Susan. Hello, guys. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rewire with Susan. I have a lady, aka Tech Bay, with me on the podcast today. So stay tuned and have fun. She happens to be a friend and colleague in the industry. She studied computer engineering from the University of Lagos. So she's pretty much a nerd. She works at Andela, and here she's worked at some companies both home and abroad. She previously worked at Intentional Futures in Seattle, Sosi in LA. Atlas Card in New York, Access Bank in Nigeria, and most recently works at CSCAN. She's worked as a full stack and backend developer on these roles, and her hobbies are mostly surfing the internet and reading up random stuff. With me on the show is TLC for Mackenzie. Welcome to the show, TLC. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Um, so, how has your 2020 been? <laughs> okay it's been i don't know ups and downs rough staying home not being able to go anywhere and being scared that the world is about to be over to i don't know but i think now there's like more stability and i'm easing into christmas now so it's terrible but i think now it's getting better so um would you say that the pandemic has affected your work in any way yeah so like previously I had the option of like working at home or maybe going into the office but now like I just have to like work from home like every time so I don't know I miss like having my colleagues around or right. like talking to like-minded people and all but apart also in a way I don't know I think it has also been good in a way because um now that I work like alone most of the time I feel I've been able to concentrate more like sometimes cool. so yeah it's give and take kind of yeah cool so um can you tell me a bit about the project you're currently working on I currently work um with Syscan so um Syscan is a company that um, manufactures equipment for um that manufactures underwater equipment for like um, tracking and also lighting equipment um, underwater. So I'm currently working on a research and development project called um, Subview. So what this project does is it tracks like equipment, utility equipment underground, like gas pipes, electrical pipes, and mm-hmm. all other like telephone pipes, all that underground utilities. And it tries to like um, map the size and their directions like on map so um we practically building a map for all underground utilities and equipment okay yeah so yeah that's basically what it does nice yeah seeing that like you worked at all these big companies all over (laughs) the usa (laughs) if you if you were to point to a challenge that you found reoccurring Oh, that's you found to be a common issue on those on those different projects. What would that be? Okay, apart from like that, all the other developers are like super nerds and they seem <laughs> to have like 36 hours a day because <laughs> like they are so fast and they get a lot of work done. Right. Um. Then I that I uh, or that I do and all and 
of course, all the other challenges of joining like a new project, like being mm-hmm. the newbie, being afraid to make mistakes and all. I would say it's most and it's mostly like cultural differences. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the initial cultural shocks and you know just adjusting to that. Um, right. Also, your, the tone of your language, what you say, the kind of jokes you make, and all. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it's what I love. It's like tech and um, cultural issues. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like you've kind of trained yourself to be culturally aware and um, able to bond with other team members that have like a different background from you. Yeah, um, I it's a conscious effort actually because I feel like I tend maybe to be quiet sometimes in conversation right. and sometimes I just have to speak up. <laughs> I have to as I, I have to say interesting things i have to like be a part of the um, conversation because i noticed this actually even matters like a lot to them apart from your um, technical skills and all yeah right right that's um, amazing okay so drilling down on that can you share with us some of the ways that you um, try to ensure like code quality both individually and within your team um okay so for most teams there's always a should i say for example like joining a team new year when you maybe go through their um code base and all and also some form of documentation you could easily notice like some patterns or should i say like some rules with um the way they write code so mostly i might should i say try to emulate that if i feel it's like best practice and all Mm -hmm. um and also because most teams always like looking up to you to also give them like ideas and new things they just just the ones you continue with like what they do and all right. so most times i might have to say i'm just writing typescript newly i might have to look up like best practice with type typescript mm-hmm. um i have to consult like someone more experienced with it i mean like a work colleague and also ask for feedback as soon as possible because sometimes you'll I think you are doing like maybe something good that seems like a best practice to you and some other people on the team might be very opinionated about that. Yeah. So I try to like push um, for code reviews like earlier on so um, everyone is on the same page. But it's mostly like Googling and going online and seeing the way people like do a lot of things and asking for feedback from their team. Cool, cool. So it's, it's safe to say that using Google doesn't make you a fraud, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's debatable but, <laughs> but in, in this context i i think it's good for you all right okay so what i'm about to ask you is probably now like a frequently asked question for women in tech but i think it's important to discuss it because the reality is that we we still have fewer women represented in tech although Thankfully, that number seems to be gradually increasing. So what are some of the extra... So I mean, this question will be like in two phases. Don't worry, it's not anything dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the experiences that you've had so far that you think, you know, like can be improved on to have more women represented in tech? Okay, sorry. Like ju- just to re- like recap what you said, like experiences yeah. I've had so far yeah, like, that I think... As, might as be able it, to get more women in tech yeah so yes that's one side to it so it could be like good experiences you've had as a woman in tech that you think would propel other women to also you know 
get into tech or some experiences that you think would actually deter women from getting into tech? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Um, so like joining tech newly, something I think that, okay, that made me actually like personally shy away from it a mm. bit and also talking to other people, um, there seems to be this, um, should I say this aura of difficulty around working in tech, um, this sort of thought that it's something very difficult and it's for like extra smart people or like only men that can um, maybe spend a lot of time out at work and they don't have like other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I think um, the first thing would be like demystifying the old, like what actually happens Oh, sorry, I mean, what I actually do as a software developer every day. Because <laughs> right. I think, yeah, because I think um, most people are not, um, like most women actually are not exactly aware of like what really happens or yeah. maybe how you could be like be a developer and have a normal life. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing we like to really give women um, like insight into what a woman in tech actually does, like maybe your day to day life or mm-hmm or what it actually means to be a developer. Yes. So, um, yeah, from experience, I think that that must have been like the first thing I had to get over. Also, I think exposure is um, very important. More young girls are aware that they're like women in tech, they're women developers and mm-hmm. in all forms of technology, data science and AI and stuff. So right. I think they have to see people that look like them or yeah. <laughs> like the people they can relate to. <laughs> yes. or, so it's relatable and sorry, I was rambling for a bit. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, I yeah, mean, yeah. That, that totally makes sense. And I, I think that's like in line with um, some form of mentorship, you know, being like a a guide for people to get into tech like speaking of when you talked about having people that they can relate to that's where as in people that are already in tech might you know want to take on mentorship you know to help other people to get on board or not to find it so intimidating and that brings me to the second question which is um what tips would you suggest for new ladies in tech to help them thrive in a male-dominated space? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is it truth or should I suck yes, it? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> honest. Just say it as it is. <laughs> well, to be honest, like, you have to work extra hard and that's just the truth. Most times you'll find yourself, like, on a team you might probably be the only lady and mm-hmm. um, everything you do is noticed. Like even things you don't even notice. Um, I mean, about your work and stuff. Right. For, the, for the fact that you're like the only lady there, there's inevitably that spotlight on you. So right. um, you have to prove yourself. It's not like forever. It might be like um, for a while or like mm-hmm. consistently you have to deliver. So you might have to, I don't know, stay up late some extra nights or putting some extra deliberate efforts to make sure that um your work is like good and up to par and um, another thing like personally for me and also from other women which i see is that women or ladies on tech teams we don't speak up mm. well you might be afraid that your idea is irrelevant or you're like right what do i know all these experienced men are talking and all but no matter what even if it's something you feel might be silly 
you have to contribute, you have to like make yourself heard. Like right. sometimes on my team, I just say random things. I just even say things to just provoke controversy or just so they'll know that I'm there, right? <laughs> so yeah. So that is like very important. That's something I've like learned on. We should try to use our voice. We should um always want to speak up, always want to be a part of things and and nothing is don't be afraid to make mistakes and ask questions like you would make a lot of mistakes like mm-hmm. stuff that'll keep you up at night like why did <laughs> i do that but the truth is men also make mistakes it's inevitable yeah. you have to be able to ask a lot of questions and um yeah just try and let your voice be heard um don't be afraid to ask questions and just make yourself feel like a part of the team and just know that yeah i i got this or i can do this and Sometimes there might be those extra nights staying up late to just prove yourself. Yeah. Okay. So you listed reading random stuff as part of your hobbies. <laughs> and that, <laughs> that brings me to ask you about, about your top three picks. So on the show, we like to ask guests to tell us about three things that they find cool. So this can be like a fascinating book or movie or something you find interesting or a culture that you find amusing. So, what would those be for you? Book, movie, culture, or somebody? <laughs> oh, wow, okay. So, when I say random things, they're not that random. I might, I've just I've been a bit shy to... <laughs> Please, expression. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. So, uh, I don't know. There's, there's no other way to put it. But I... <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I. I might be a bit obsessed with like successful people um because mm. i yeah i do tend to if i hear about this person you know this person doing something i do tend to go like read about them i want to find out about their life their childhood Whoa. how they grew up and stuff that yeah it's wow. creepy i know <laughs> <laughs> we have a stalker <laughs> you know seriously i i feel like i'm just I'm just blown away by all the things that have happened in their life to bring them oh. exactly to that point. That's so, cool. yeah, that's something. So, um, are there some like off the top of your head that you that you find stalking most of the time? So they know to be careful of you now. <laughs> I I, pro- I probably won't be able to. I probably won't be able to reach them. So that's fine. <laughs> But of late, I think I've been, um, I think I've been stalking Jeff Bezos with all the oh. um, all success about Amazon. Yeah. I'm um, blowing up and all like just reading yeah. about especially with how it started. Yeah. yeah. Um, how it started, or maybe the opportunities it might have taken that other people would not have. Yeah. Um, I know it's not just actually like rich people. I also look at like maybe <laughs> I see a movie and I'm very interested in the lead character. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, the last movie I saw was um this top boy. I don't know if you've seen it. It's oh, it's been yeah. around for a while, but it's actually Netflix, like very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um right. so top boy. So um so now me researching about it and all oh, I found out that there were actually like two other seasons before the one oh, I wow. watched. Yeah. <laughs> and I found out that the first two seasons were so good that Drake um personally had to go to Netflix to make a new season. Oh, like it actually yes so cool. yeah it's so, so cool like it actually like she like say sponsored or initiated the whole move for a new season and they had to bring like all the 
former actors and stuff. Okay. So seeing them all grown up from the previous season, that was like in 2011. Okay. That was like nine years ago. So oh. that was something very oh. cool for, yeah, for me to watch. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So one last one. You've mentioned yeah. um, Jeff Bezos and the lead character <laughs> in Top Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more my crush, though. I don't know. Oh, I mean, the Top Boy lead character. I see. I see. So, yeah. Um, I change crushes every week. So oh that's no. Um, so another random thing that I get to read a lot is um, about how the human body works. Um, oh. I was previously, should I say, very interested in health and fitness, but that seems not to be my calling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with the <laughs> No, Susan, yeah, for the fit family. No, I'm, no, I'm no. Now. <laughs> Trust me, they've disowned me right now. <laughs> yes. So, um, something fascinating for me right now is like um, um, food and like supplements and like how it um, works with mm, the, body. the body. Like all these, yeah, all these wow. supplements you take, um, multivitamins and stuff. We should be taking it. What we should be taking what and stuff like that. So that's another thing wow, I'm interested in yeah, for that's now. So cool. Yeah. Or it's gonna change next week. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. well TLC, thank you so much for joining me on the show today thanks for having me so exciting <laughs> having you here <laughs> and i wish you all the very best in your future plans yeah cool thank you yeah and that was Toya C. Famakinde, and I hope you all learned a lot from her, particularly if you're a woman new in tech. I really hope this helps you to know that you are not alone and encourages you to reach out when you need help. And that's it for this week's episode. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Head over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes. Remember to subscribe to your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show. If you have questions, rants, or suggestions, send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com or DM at Sue Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.